exciting and new. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. It's the Ron Van Dam Show. Climb aboard my love boat. Hold on tight, things can get a bit weird. If you like that sort of thing. I'm setting sail on the love boat. program it is the love boat show <laughs> i'm ron van danzer ron van Dan show come aboard climb aboard come aboard come with the board it's exciting and new it's the love boat show i hated that show on tv the love boat little scenarios that were so overacted by fallen forgotten guest stars gavin mcleod is the captain Wow, what a, ugh. <laughs> All right, that's enough. Uh, how are you? All right, yeah, I know, I know what you're saying. Tomorrow is Valentine's Day, so I've been told by the general audience of life. It's the day that if you have a significant other, you damn well better remember this. Make sure you get something, a gift, some candy so they'll get fat, flowers that will die in a few days, get them something, get a card where there's a nice saying inside that you didn't write, you just signed your name to. This is how we celebrate Valentine's Day. But seriously, um, seriously, I don't know what the hell's going on, to be honest with you. I always feel for the person that doesn't have a significant other, which is sometimes a good thing. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, really. So, you know, but what do you do on Valentine's Day if, you know, if you're just single and there's no one really special that you're giving your penis or vagina to? Then What do you do? What do you do? I guess you just watch um, TV and... Avoid the little love romance shows. They're so flowery, you know, with putting rose petals all over a bed. Ew. I guess it's from a champagne gives me gas and a headache. That doesn't work for me. I sound so cynical, don't I? It's my job. It's what I do. I'm really not a cynical person. <laughs> yes, I am. Oh, it's Valentine's Day. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's it's the it's the day when you go out to dinner and you spend five times as much if you can even get a reservation. <laughs> even a restaurant that sucks does well on Valentine's Day. It's amazing. It's our culture. We made it. We made it. Bobby Valentine died, uh, and we've been honoring him ever since. I don't know who, I made that up. I just made that up. Because usually uh, on these days, we, we have to remember something, remember these people, remember these great people. So now I'm supposed to remember um, St. Valentine. I don't know who this person is. Um, I don't know. I just don't know. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> 
I don't know what you're supposed to do on Valentine's Day. You're supposed to eat a nice meal with your loved one, whoever, again, or not. You know, just um, watch each other chew food incessantly and then kiss each other. Ew. No, Valentine's Day is a very nice thing. If you're young and in love, oh my God, there's nothing better than that except taking a shower. Other than that, there's nothing better than being in love. That that wonderful feeling of birds singing. Hey, got news for you. The birds sing anyway. It's just you never realized it because you weren't in love. You know, Ron, I'm in love. Life is beautiful. Oh, no, it's beautiful anyway. You're just noticing it because you got something to do with it. That's all. That's all it is. I remember when I was going to kindergarten. Remember that? Remember when I was going to kindergarten? <laughs> Do you remember when you were going to kindergarten? First grade, second grade, I think up to that. On Valentine's Day, the teacher made everybody in the class fill out a valentine and, and give it to somebody. Now, of course, when you're like five, six years old, you cannot fall in love because you haven't experienced th- that feeling yet. Um, you can't even get, get all your shots. You have to, uh, you can't, nothing can happen. But yet you fill out a Valentine's Day card and you give it to a classmate. Do you know why they did that? Do you know why? Do you even know why? Do you, are you even listening to me? Do you know why we did that? To make everybody in the classroom feel like they were loved. Aw, that's so special. That's such a great idea. You know, like every kid is special. And I like that, you know. It's like it's like a, a, a sports coach saying, you know, there are no losers, only winners. No, that's not what they meant to say. There are no, sports are just, um, well, I don't know what they say. But anyway, that, oh, I know. I know, I know. If you do have a uh, significant other, you could be getting in some sex tonight. Or tomorrow night, I should say. What am I saying tonight? I'm going to get the day wrong. <laughs> Ron, Ron, Valentine's Day is tomorrow. Oh, oh no. <laughs> How could I mess that one up? I don't own a calendar. That's, I'm sorry, it's tomorrow. But yeah, look forward to it. You know, we're going to do a hookup there, I think, probably. I don't know. I don't know. It's just a strange day. It's it's on my cavalcade of, of uh, holidays that make no sense. Because every day should be Valentine's Day. You, if you have one day that's earmarked for something, then everybody does it. Now it's not special. Oh, oh, I see. It's Valentine's Day. That's the only time you recognize me because it, it, that's the name of the day. Otherwise, you don't pay me any attention. You don't bring me anything. You don't t- uh, notice, by the way, I'm doing a female voice because it's the females, sorry, not being sexist, but it's the females that want it served upon them. You very rarely hear a man saying, Oh, no, Cynthia, you never pay attention to me on other days. You don't hear that. Guys don't say that. They may feel it, but they wouldn't say it out loud. Women, yeah, you know, they'll blurt it out. They'll put you on the spot. You know, you don't do this. You don't do that. I'm being honest with you. And what's the answer to that? 
I know, 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 I know I should, I know I should, I know, I know, I know, I know I should, I know I should, I know I should. Some people actually get engaged on Valentine's Day. Whoa, what a surprise that was. Don't get engaged on Valentine's Day. That is so normal. It is so unimaginable. There's no creativity involved. You know, what are you going to do about I'm going to propose to her. Why did you pick that day? Why why don't you pick like Flag Day or or something else? Or you know, maybe like uh, Washington's birthday. That's a good time to propose. You know, Washington slept in a lot of different places. He knew what he was doing. Yeah, and when he proposed to Martha in one of those motels, you know. I think it was crossing the Potomac. Why did George Washington cross the Potomac to get to the other side? That is the oldest joke in the world, but I think it involves chickens. Anyway, this is why I don't tell jokes. I get them wrong. Don't propose on Valentine's Day. Come on. That's just wrong. That's not a surprise at all. The best thing to do on any holiday for any occasion is to is to play it down. Play it down. Just have a comfortable. Don't get so. But my God, you know, first of all, guys, change your underwear for Valentine's Day. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. And even if you're alone, still change your underwear. It's a good idea anyway. And like smoke detectors... Uh, on, uh, you know, uh, like smoke detectors, you know, changing your batteries and stuff. You should also change beside your underwear. You should change your socks too. Remember they go hand in hand or hand and foot or foot and mouth, whatever the case may be. And ladies on Valentine's day, my advice to you just for one day of the year, shut the hell up. I know it's a lot to ask. I know it's difficult. I know you're probably not liking that I said that. But on behalf of all men across this great globe of ours, this beautiful spinning top in the universe, shut the hell up for one day. There's your gift to society. That's all I ask. Is that a lot to ask? I don't think so. I don't think so. I have a very interesting guest uh, coming up uh, a little bit uh, later in the program. We're going to talk about painful sex. Now, uh, you probably don't know what I'm talking about because it looks like I don't know what I'm talking about, but I do. I have a doctor who is going to talk about the fact that nobody talks about painful sex. Sex is is a wonderful thing, but sometimes it can be quite painful if you're at a certain point in life or you may have a, a condition or something. And I mean, what do you do about that? Who do you talk to about that? What do you tap somebody on the shoulder on a crowded bus? Excuse me, my name is Mary. Can you tell me, like, painful sex, can I talk to you about this? Because I, I can't say it to anybody that I know, so I'll just try strangers. Uh, I have no idea. I have no idea. Yeah, it can be painful. Everything can be painful, my goodness. Everything can be painful. I spent half the night last night. Um, I was very uncomfortable. My leg hurt, and I don't. I didn't work out. Um, it's like, Ron, did you work out like yesterday? No. Did you work out like the day before that? No. Uh, when's the last time you worked out? 
1977. I think. I think I, it could have been longer. I, th- I think it was a birth, actually. I think it was a birth was the last time I, I really moved around a lot. That was some trip through that canal, man. Whoa, baby. Whoo. I call that the love canal. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I don't know why my leg hurt. And, uh, you know, then I thought, well, uh, do I need a knee operation? Did I break a, a molar? Well, I mean, that's in the mouth. I, I don't know. I don't know much about that stuff. But now I feel fine. But apparently when I'm in a lying position, when I don't tell the truth, uh, apparently my leg hurts, which is odd. It's odd. Thank God it's not my driving leg. I, I use that leg to drive. That's the one that goes on the brake and the gas. You know that one? Whew. I wonder if in England, when they drive on the opposite side of the street and the steering wheel's on the other side of the car, are you still using your right leg to drive or do you use your left leg? Yeah. Never figured that out. I assume you're still using your right leg just on the other side of the car, but I'm not sure. And I'm not going to ask anybody because then I sound stupid. So I'll ask you in front of hundreds of thousands of people. Do you use a different leg when you're, when you're in England driving? I don't know. I have no idea. Anyway, our guests will be talking about painful sex. And I know that that's what you want to hear. And since it's Valentine's Day tomorrow, as I understand it now, um, you probably want to know about that. (laughs) Hey, that was fantastic. Wasn't that great sex? It was good, but it was so painful. What did I do wrong? I don't know. Now my leg hurts. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that's coming up momentarily. But before we go to that, um, are you going out to dinner tonight? Or No, how about tomorrow night? Because tomorrow night is Valentine's. I keep thinking it's tonight. I'm so screwed up calendar-wise. It's tomorrow night. Well, maybe there's still time to make a reservation. I'm not really sure. Probably not. <laughs> Everybody's booked. Everybody's booked. So where, where are you going to make? Dinner reservations for Valentine's Day. Huh? Looking to try somewhere new for dinner tonight? Come to that bar near your house with a new chef out on work release, ready to tempt your taste buds with delicious specials. Start off with deep fried meat and cheese things, crispy on the outside and nearly warm on the inside, with a house made dipping sauce that's almost certainly just mayonnaise and ketchup. How about a pepperoni pizza served hot and fresh out of the supermarket? Or the big quarter pound hamburger cooked just the way you like it, as long as the way you like it is well done or inedibly raw? Order a local craft beer from a wide selection that includes IPAs. IPAs, and of course, IPAs. And when you're ready for dessert, the bartender can point you to some place that actually does that kind of thing. Ready for dinner? Head to that bar near your house. Not too far to drive, just a little too far to walk. We'll see you there. Well, what do you do after dinner? I mean, you should go out and do something entertaining. How about going to a comedy club? 
Looking to have a few laughs this weekend? Come to Comedy Night at that bar near your house. Hosted by that local comic who hasn't moved past open mic nights for 20 years. And featuring that guy who told everyone he was moving to Los Angeles to become a famous comic and was back in three months. That girl whose friends all say she's really funny. And your headliner, that guy who was nearly famous until it turned out he liked to send pictures of his penis to strangers. It's a night full of fun and laughs, and it's happening at that bar near your house. Not too far to drive, just a little too far to walk. We'll see you there. And I'm speaking to Dr. Donica Moore. Good morning, doctor. Good morning, Ron. Thanks for having me. Pleasure to speak to you today. Well, Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and we're talking about uh, the sexual health issues that affect women over 50, which kind of means it would affect the men, too. Let's talk about that. Well, absolutely. Um, there are many changes that a woman's body goes through after menopause. And, of yeah. course, with menopause, the average age in the United States is 51. But that means some women go into menopause much earlier mm-hmm. and some women go into menopause later. Hot flashes have become news flashes over the past couple of decades. Yeah. So women have those symptoms pretty well covered. However, there are many other symptoms of menopause that we don't generally talk about in the news, and particularly painful sex after menopause. Hmm. This is a condition that affects about half of all menopausal women, so that's about 32 million women in the United States. So it's fairly common. And this is one of the last taboo areas that women Hmm. are very reluctant to talk about, not only with their doctors, but also with their partners. So this is important for women to be aware of as well as their partners to be aware of. Interesting. I'm going to assume that it's never discussed with their partners. I mean, I guess there's one or two women that would. But uh, for the most part, I guess there'd be no point in them even mentioning it, even though they may be suffering through it. Um, Is that accurate? Yeah, I think... uh, th- that is accurate. It might be more like three or four women do discuss it. Uh-huh. <laughs> but one of the issues is that women have been disparaged over the years with this, you know, not tonight, honey, I have a headache kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and obviously, Fifty Shades of Grey, to the contrary, if sex is painful, most women are not going to be really that interested in engaging right. in it again. Yeah. Um, Women are reluctant to talk about it for a whole myriad of reasons, not only the taboo, but there's guilt, there's shame, there's blame. They don't want to feel like or they don't want their partners to feel like they're blaming them. Um, And especially if you've been in a longer-term relationship, you know, all of a sudden there's this change. How did this happen? But it doesn't go from being totally fine one day to being totally painful the next. It's a gradual change. And women may not realize, and certainly men don't realize, that these are a result of normal age-related changes that happen to the vaginal tissues as a result of the decreased estrogen that comes along with menopause. You know, menopause means you're not having your period anymore, but the reason for that is your body is just not producing enough estrogen, and that can affect all of the tissues in your body. Now, I mean, men might be able to relate to it in a totally different manner because obviously there's pain involved in what a woman goes through, but a man gets erectile dysfunction, uh, which is not a painful situation, but a psychologically embarrassing one. And they, I guess in the same numbers, wouldn't ever, ever mention that to their, to their partner, unless it becomes obvious. Well, I think in that case, it's very obvious to the partner. You may not, you may not know this, but some women, I don't know any of them, but some women actually fake response during sex. So their partner's, 
it, I, it's oh true. God. It's a secret. I'm violating <sighs> the sisterhood by telling you this. I had no but idea. So some partners really may not be aware. <laughs> the good news is that by talking to your physician, yeah. there are treatment options available. And this is another reason women don't go to their doctors, because mm. they think they know what all the options are, yeah. and they haven't been successful. So the good news is that there are options that are non-estrogen. There's now an option called Asfina, yeah. which is a non-estrogen oral pill, uh-huh. which can not only treat the symptoms of this problem, which is called dyspareunia or painful sex after yeah. menopause, um, but it can repair and rebuild the vaginal tissue changes that are as a result of menopause. Is, is, is the pain come from the irritation of the friction, or is it a muscle pain? What, what, what is it from? That's a great question. No, it is from the irritation. Uh-huh. What happens uh, in menopause, you know, and over mm-hmm. the first couple of years, is there are changes in the vaginal pH, uh-huh. and also in two types of cells in the vaginal wall, the superficial cells uh-huh. and the parabasal cells. And the way I like to explain it to women is we're all very aware of menopausal changes that affect the skin on our faces. Mm-hmm. Those similar changes are actually in the tissues of the vagina as well. So the tissues become what we call more friable, which which is just a medical fancy-schmancy word for more easily irritated. And the the tissue actually thins. Um, Most women refer to this as vaginal dryness, but it's actually much more involved uh, than that. It's not not just a dryness situation that just a lubricant could usually heal. Okay. So a lubricant. It's beyond that. All right, I, I got you. So, but, a lubricant, but for some women, yeah. a lubricant may be a good start, but right. lubricants don't do anything to repair or rebuild uh, the tissues. Ouch! I do, wow, I had no idea. Um, let me ask you a question a little bit off the subject. Uh, I, I know some young ladies who have hot flashes in their twenties and early thirties. Is that normal? There are many things that can cause hot flashes at any age, Mm -hmm. but it's never, quote-unquote, normal. Uh, Just because something is common doesn't mean it's normal, but Mm -hmm. in their 20s and 30s, that is not common. Mm -hmm. Another thing that many women, unfortunately, don't know till it's too late is there is a form of menopause called premature ovarian failure that can affect women uh, for a number of reasons under 40. They need to see their doctors right away. Mm -hmm. Now, it may not be that. You can also get hot flashes from the flu or any kind of infection Mm -hmm. or even thyroid problems. Um, Certain medications can also Uh, cause hot flashes. So usually when we hear about a symptom, we try to evaluate the most common reasons first, but sometimes it's, you know, something totally unrelated. Okay. But if they're having hot flashes in their 20s and 30s, they uh, definitely need to go see their doctor. We're running a little short of time, I think, but I, I do want to uh, get through uh, what we were talking about originally, what you were talking about originally. Are, are women uh, not even talking about it to their friends or their doctors? Well, women are notoriously good at talking to their girlfriends about just about everything, but this seems to be the last taboo. I would like to encourage women to talk to their girlfriends, talk to uh, if they're having these problems. Mm -hmm. And and one way is to say, you know, I heard this discussion on the Ron Van Dam show today, and I never knew this. Did you know this? Um, Of course, they can go for more information. They can go to painfulsexaftermenopause.com. And if Asvina is recommended by their doctor, they can get a savings card there. But, of course, the most important person 
for a woman to talk to if she's having any unusual or uncomfortable symptoms with sex or menopause or anything else yeah. is to her personal physician. Hey, it's great talking to you. I'm glad you're, you, you've brought this out and you're doing this tour. It's really important because the things that people don't talk about are the very reasons that uh, we do things like this. Uh, have yourself a wonderful day. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Donica Moore. Thank you. Moore. Take care, Ron. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, that'll do it for me today. Uh, you have been wonderful. Are you ready? Are you ready? Did you go to the uh, to CVS to pick up a... Uh, remember, there used to be a Hallmark store all over the place, and they had Hallmark cards, greeting cards, and then people writing things that you really were going to say anyway, but just couldn't put the words together because you can't spell your dyslexic, that thing. Well, people don't go to the Hallmark place anymore. They go to CVS or Walgreens, probably just CVS, and they pick up a card there. I I warn you, and I do this every time we talk about greeting cards, I'm going to warn you one more time. The price of the card is printed on the back of the card. So make sure if you purchase a greeting card to which you shall sign your name, and your life savings. Uh, make sure it's a fairly expensive card. Something's like at least three dollars. Probably should be around eight or nine bucks. Eight or nine bucks for a greeting card. I know. I get it. But you know, you know, you got to spend some money. You know, on Valentine's Day, you can't get one. I think they call it the shoebox greeting cards. They're only ninety nine cents. Come on, that's that's cheap. That's that's cheap love. That's <laughs> I love you, but not that much. You know what I'm saying? That's what that says. Get with the program. Buy a program. Get a playbill. Do it up. It's just once a year. Thank God. Can you imagine if this was Valentine's Month? Ooh, they do that like with Black History Month, which is great. But I, that wouldn't endure for Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day month, Valentine's month. Oh my God. Oh my God, would that be horrible? I'd have to break up with them. <laughs> I love you and everything, but I can't do it. I just can't do this month thing. That's a lot to ask. I can't do this. You're a pretty girl. You have a wonderful personality. You're, you're, you're great to be with. I couldn't live without you. But I can't do this all month. That's a lot. That's a lot. I think what a woman wants to hear is, uh, you know, it's Valentine's Day every day of the year for me. And then, then you got her. You got her. You, you, you had her at every day of the year for me. You had her. That's all you need. That's all she wants. That's all she wants. She wants you to hear her, which is not hard to do because she never stops talking, but she wants you to hear what she's saying. You don't have to. I guess you're supposed to listen. That's the tough part. And what does a man want from a woman? I don't have to give you the answer to that because you already know it. It doesn't line up. Men don't want the same thing out of their lovers as women want out of their lovers. It does not line up. And that's what makes it all so fascinating. 
and yet so wonderful, and yet so horrible, and yet so distasteful, and yet so difficult. I'll be back again tomorrow on Valentine's Day itself with a brand new show. I don't know how I'm going to do that one, but we'll find out, all right, tomorrow. Until then, I wish you peace. Peace.